Welcome to the newest edition of the Screenfellows Podcast. My name is Carlos. And I'm Mr. Sore Throat Ozzy. <laughs> In this episode, we will recap the latest episode of Westworld and discuss the first half of the season. We will also recap the latest episode of The Walking Dead. Enjoy the show. As far back as I can remember, I always wanted to be a gangster. Ozzy, how are you doing? Well, as you guys previously heard, my name is Mr. Sorther Ozzy this week because my voice isn't here, so I is, apologize. Is that from Virginia? No. <laughs> You're just sick? I'm going to explain to you what happened after, but it has nothing <laughs> to do with partying, just so that you know. It has nothing to do with anything involving fun. <laughs> it was a rough time yesterday, so um, I don't want to hear any judgment from either one of you. <laughs> Either one of us. Uh, I don't. Okay. Well, I guess Ozzy is kind of alluding to it. We do have two guests on the podcast today, so it'll be kind of interesting um, because this is the most we've had all at once, and that is because we are going to be going pretty in depth into Westworld right now, and they are both dancing right next to me, so I might as well just introduce them so they can speak. Um, first off, we have the person that you have heard on the podcast before. You have. Jesse Swink, who's been on Rebels Recaps. How's it going, everybody? I do do things other than Star Wars. <laughs> Not many, but you do. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, we have um, first-time guest, barely a listener, um, Clark Barty. <laughs> Yeah, folks, uh, I, I am new to the show, but I'm not new to the show, Westworld. Uh, so tonight, you get to enjoy our uh, little discussion uh, about uh, Teddy and uh, his adventures in Westworld from me, what I think. Oh, my gosh. Um, he yeah. Says, is he, like, in love with Teddy, man? Basically. <laughs> Clark, you want to speak to that? Yeah, it's not, like, a weird thing. It's almost like a, it's almost like a big brother, like, hey, man, let's go shoot some hoops or... <laughs> I, I thought I heard you call him my little bear the other night, like and Teddy that, Bear. That's actually what Bob calls me. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> uh, okay, it all is coming together now. Um, so, as you can tell, Clark is very excited to be here and be talking about Westworld. So, it should be an interesting episode. Um, and funny enough, interesting is the word I would use to describe the latest episode of. <laughs> Westworld, oh my gosh, um, lots and lots of questions, do you think, I think we got more questions than answers in this episode, and I think sometimes it's not necessarily a bad thing, but uh, it, the follow-up I needs to like be... To agree to disagree, okay. Mr. Carlos. Alright, what did you think of this episode? I think this episode, <clears throat> we got a lot, man, we got a lot, and probably like another, I mean, I, I think I, I think I maybe came up with a theory okay. for the man in black is. But, I mean, we can discuss that later if you want. But I definitely we'll do not think that he is Teddy, like, third, like... You mean, Teddy um, William? What? You mean William? Yeah, wait, what? Like, what, what? <laughs> the, I'm so well, the theory is that William is the, wa is the, um, man in black. Yeah, Teddy's an android. Teddy's a host, so... Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's it's. I know it's crazy, but no, I've kind of forgot who William is. He's the oh, guy yeah. with the white hat. I'm gonna have to look him up. Oh my gosh, the, the, the guy that's <laughs> traveling with Dolores, right? Yeah, 
Oh, crap. My bad. Not Teddy. William. Yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm assuming yeah. you just got the name think, wrong. I don't. Yeah, that's, that's what I meant. I yeah. don't think it's William. Sorry. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that continues to be the strongest um, theory on the internet. And I I even tagged, I don't know if you read that post that I um, sent you, Ozzy, that was like a full breakdown of that theory, but it, it is interesting. I think the more we get, the more confused I get about it, because like half of the lines that the man in black has, I'm like, oh, okay, so maybe he is William. But then half of the lines, I'm like, but then it doesn't make sense. So I, I don't know what to think on that. But we'll get to a full discussion on that as we go along. Um, Jesse, what did you think of this episode? I really enjoyed it. I do agree that this left a lot more um, questions and answers, but I feel like it has progressed the plot to the point where we're at a breaking point now, where things are really going down. The discoveries and stuff have been building. It's been kind of slow at times to build on like people realizing what's going on, mm-hmm. but now we're hitting a breaking point where everything's going to just go wild. Yeah, I th- I think we're getting there too, especially when you consider what kind of happened with the writing of the show and how they took a break to finish writing yeah, it. it yeah. It's at a halfway point, so it's interesting. It's about to be a wild, wild west. Yeah, uh, Clark, what did you think of this episode? Well, here's the thing about this episode. It was one of those things where it was just like, if you didn't pay attention, it was way over your head, man. <laughs> here's the thing. I think that the show... Uh, up to this point has been pretty straightforward, but like you said at the beginning, there's a lot of questions uh, that remain to be answered now, especially with um, all the characters now seem to be merging towards one goal, this maze thing, and we still have no idea about what it's about or what's at the Mm -hmm. end. So with all that being said, you know, it's it's a frustrating thing to not know exactly what's going on, which is why we obviously are watching Sunday. (laughs) Exactly. Um, and let's talk about the maze and kind of, let's start with Dolores. I think that's the best place to start because she is the character of the show. She's the one that they put on all the posters, as they would say. Um, geez, Dolores, this episode was really interesting because first of all, we get her obviously traveling with William and Logan and, um, she continues to do things that are, should not be part of her programming, like shooting those guys at the end, obviously, which was a freaking great moment. Um, and then she gets interviewed by, um, who, who's the head guy again? The Robert. Robert, yes. Yeah. Um, she gets interviewed by him and she tells him that she doesn't know anything about or she doesn't remember Arnold which he then gets out of her in analysis mode that she does remember Arnold but she says she hasn't talked to Arnold in 34 years since he died then after he leaves she says to nobody seemingly that she didn't tell them anything he still doesn't know basically yeah which again what the heck like who is she talking is this just her inner dialogue is this is what makes me think there's something kind of nefarious going on. Like, somebody behind the scenes is doing something that they shouldn't be doing. So what do you guys think? Uh, Clark, let's start with you. Well, in discussing that, you know, she's had the conversations before with... Um, Bernard. Bernard, yes. And so she's had these conversations with Bernard before um, where she kind of, like, does her little sign-off, like, I won't tell anybody. Mm-hmm. But, you know, after she did it alone in the dark, I almost feel like Bernard may have something to do with it. Really? That's interesting. I, I don't know. It just, 
the way she was talking, she was talking in pitch black. So yes, of course she may be talking to Arnold, but maybe Arnold has some kind of con- like connection to Bernard mm-hmm. in some ways along the lines that we don't know yet. That's okay. what I think. Interesting, Ozzy. What did you think? Um, I don't know who she was talking to. Like I, fir- I, at first I thought she was sort of talking to Bernard in a sense because of their secret um, discussions or whatever. Um, but it's. It's it's very interesting. Like I don't know, like it's sort of it, it it like to me there might slightly be a possibility that maybe Arnold might be alive or hmm. maybe like his maybe some way like he's like he was able to like bring his um sort of his his yeah. mind in, into like somewhere somewhere else where like he can still really think to think um. Like where he could still really yeah. talk in some way, I don't know, but it seems really in, like I was really interested because it it seems like she's really loyal to Bernard and also to um, Ford, um, not Ford, but oh, to okay. Arnold. Yeah. Um, if you brought up a theory, if mm-hmm. Bernard is a host, I'm gonna go ahead and assume that maybe he is um, loyal to Arnold. Mm-hmm. Because just because of the secret meetings that yeah. he's having with her, and because he wants her to improvise, and he's the one who sort of implanted, or I would like to say, re reawakened her mm-hmm. to sort of go towards the maze again. Yeah. So I would like to say, like, if 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 that theory is correct, I'm gonna go ahead and assume that like he is, it, he is a a loyal host to Arnold. If Arnold is still alive, of course. And this is just something worth mentioning. Bernard's relationship with one of the other head directors mm-hmm. is something to note because if that theory is true, that's something to watch for because he's obviously in relationship, maybe just physical, with yeah. that one director lady. Mm-hmm. But she's obviously against the Robert, yeah, the, the leader Ford. Ford, yeah, Robert Ford the whole time anyway. So that's just some kind of. Uh, I guess just fight to look for. Yeah. Uh, Jesse, what do you think of Dolores and everything that's going on there? Um, I'm kind of leaning with Ozzy. Um, uh, I said that more surprisedly than I, think <laughs> I should have. Sorry, Ozzy. But, um, yeah, I've, I was actually thinking that either Arnold is not actually dead, which I think he can, he is. I think he's dead. Mm-hmm. But I think it's also a very valid possibility that he may have uploaded his consciousness to like some subroutine within mm-hmm. the host. Yeah. See, Ford did say something interesting. He was saying that Arnold was kind of you always have a piece of Arnold with you. I think he said that to Dolores or something. Yeah. He. So that kind of le- feeds into that a little bit, but at the same time, he did say that they used the foundation of kind of like their analysis mode and their instructions. Like, they use the foundation of Arnold's, like, consciousness programming. So maybe he's just referring to that. So, I, I don't know. It's interesting. I do think that's a possibility. That yeah. Arnold's alive in some way. One thing that did throw me off about that scene, mm-hmm. a little bit different topic, is when she says that she asks <laughs> if she and Dr. Ford are good friends, and you see tears in his eyes. Yeah. He has to wipe away tears. I'm wondering what that's all about. 
Yeah. Like if it's just wondering because she was like the first host, like that's just a connection to his past. Yeah. Or if there's something else going on. See, but she wasn't the first first host. She was the oldest host. She's the oldest host in the oh, park. Oh yeah, now. yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Um, to me, that I, one thing I do think is interesting because another thing that came up in that conversation. There's so much in some of these conversations. Again, that was just incredible how um, how much they gave us, but at the same time, how many questions we still have. Um, where. Uh, he asked her if she remembered what um, Arnold, the last thing Arnold told her was. And she said that Arnold told her that they were going to destroy, he was going to, or that she was going to help him destroy the park, basically. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So that, that's really, like, Dolores was at one time in on destroying the park. So one theory that I, I kind of just had with why he said that they're not friends is that maybe Dolores was maybe she kind of betrayed Arnold in some way and something she did led to his death. Well, also though, in this same episode, um, one, I think that maybe that, that idea that Arnold put into her head about destroying the park (laughs) might finally be coming Mm -hmm. to fruition. But, um, the man in black also said that that when he and, uh, Dr. Ford were talking about Arnold, he said that that, he saved Mm -hmm. the park. Mm-hmm. from being destroyed. So I'm wondering if Arnold, Dolores, and the man in black were the three parties involved maybe. and the man in black put a stop to it. Yeah, maybe. I think that the man in black can possibly be, possibly either be a really close friend of Arnold or either possibly even related to Arnold. Hmm. Um, just and it's, and it's something that I just came up with just because of the fact that he's so intrigued and in getting to the maze. Um... And 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 you really do see him sort of nag, nagging Robert for it, and 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 really just putting it into perspective on what this world is. And he's mm-hmm. saying that basically the world is a, like the world that he's created is a fraud, and mm-hmm. and and it's, it's and that that whole that whole their whole dialogue to me was really interesting. So it really just made me think like I don't think that he's William. You know, in the future, but what I do think is that maybe he is related to Arnold because mm-hmm. it seems that he wants to fulfill Arnold's um, Arnold's goal. Um, and you I mean you you even see him say like that the answers I'm looking for are, are buried with him from 35 years ago. Yeah. So it's very interesting to see um, that that dialogue and, and everything. Um. See, one kind of component that kind of fed into the theory of William being Arnold is the times that are referenced now. Because we have heard a couple times, at least in the first two episodes, that the man in black has been going to the park for um, 30 years, correct? Mm -hmm. The park apparently opened and Arnold died about 35 years ago. So that's an interesting little time gap there, especially when you consider that William and Logan were both talking about how the park is failing and they're like they're not making enough money. But we don't really get any of that from anything behind the scenes. We're just getting that basically the board is always trying to control things. We haven't really heard anything about that. Another thing, do you think Logan may could be the man in black? Because the, maybe I, I'm just relating things. They both like to kind of go buck wild. Both wearing just, the black hat. Just, and and hold on just a second, Ozzy. And they both have said things that um, 
uh, sorry, I don't, I just don't want to lose this train of thought. Um, uh, they've both said something about things seeming uh, audience tested. Yeah, the Man in Black said that sure. about that one uh, outlaw dude. He broke out of prison. That he seems like some kind of uh, audience tested thing. Mm-hmm. And then um, Logan says that about yeah, a lot you were a little of other too audio. Yeah, yeah, audience tested for me. Um, yeah, Ozzy, I know you're not a fan of that theory, um, and I do agree that there are times when it just does not add up. It just no. doesn't add up, especially for me in this episode, just because you see him, you see Robert talking to Dolores about, you know, her basically taking on a bigger role, mm-hmm. um, outside of her loop. Yeah. And we already know that she's outside of her loop with William. And the thing that really kind of just debunked it for me was the whole time, like when he's talking, when he asks her, when was the last time you talked to um, Arnold? She said 34 years ago. She said like, I think 35 or 34 years ago. Yeah, 34 years ago. Okay. And then um, the man in black says to him, the answers that I'm looking for, I I can't find them anymore because he's been dead for 35 years. Yeah. That to me sort of debunked it right there because you know you like it just it didn't really like we know that she's out of yeah. the loop and she we know that she's with William. I think I just don't think that that would really add up because you yeah. see him talking to her and he's the same age like you see him talking to her like you know after like William and uh, Logan fell asleep or whatever mm-hmm. and then you see him talking to the man in black after. Yeah, but we don't know when those conversations are taking place. That's the only thing I would say to that. But, again, like I said, I, I'm really in between on this. Sometimes I'm like, it really makes sense, and then sometimes I don't think it makes sense. Um, one time when I, in this episode in particular when I was like, what the heck, um, was with Lawrence. Because uh, let's, let's kind of go there. The Man in Black kills Lawrence, and he, I guess, gives Lawrence's blood to Teddy so Teddy can um, get like regain his strength or whatever. So that was strange. Um, but then a couple of scenes later, William, Logan and Dolores find Lawrence. And it's just really like, it was strange timing. Like he is like completely reset and everything. So uh, that again, that was one thing that was kind of like, what, like, are we real? Are we in different timelines? But at the but same the time, thing about it, I don't know. It's strange. It. Yeah, but the thing about it is, like, they're at a park and... I know. Like, 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 give me, like, you see that these people, if they die, then they're just brought back to life and yeah. they're just thrown in the loop. So, I mean, to I me, that doesn't really correlate. I mean, like, but I understand where you're coming from. Yeah, it was just, I don't know, the way they kind of uh, edited that and kind of put them together, I don't know, it just really made, made me question what was going on. But, uh, all right, let's kind of get to... The man in black, I guess, because we, we kind of have touched on his conversation with, um, with Ford, but what exactly do you guys think of that conversation? Clark, you've been kind of quiet. What do you think of, um, the man in black's discussion with Robert Ford? There's obviously tension. Yes. Um, again, it's one of those things I can't really weigh in on because, I mean, I watched it two days ago. I didn't have time to recap. And just in looking at it, they obviously, I don't know, they just seem very tense. They don't, um, I don't know. I think there's something deeper that goes way back Mm -hmm. 30-some years ago that we haven't been told yet. And like you said, there's tons of questions. That's something I just don't even want to weigh in on because it's just 
There's obviously tension. That's um, all I can say. One thing I think it might be is maybe because the man in black, we had someone, I think last episode, come up to him and say, oh, I love your foundation. It saved my sister or whatever. Um, so obviously he's someone prominent in the real world. Yeah. So one thing I think it could be is that maybe the man in black is like a major investor in Westworld. And obviously Ford has had issues with the board and the people, the behind the scenes. So right. maybe that's where some of that tension comes from. I don't know. Jesse, what do you think of that conversation? Um, I'm not sure. I think that could relate back to my idea yeah. of like him being connected with uh, Dolores and Arnold back 30 years ago. Yeah. That might be why he's able to come in. Like I do think he might. He is a prominent guy on in the real world. But um, he even said in this episode that he likes Lawrence because Lawrence takes up a tone with him nobody else ever would. Yeah. Um, because and I guess that's because he's a powerful man mm-hmm. both inside and outside the park for different reasons. Yeah. Um, all right. Uh, let, what else do we want to get to? Let's do some theorizing. You know, we're, we're going to talk a little bit more about the, the show overall instead of just this episode. What do we think this maze is? What do we think's at the center of the maze? Um, what does it have to do with Ford's new storyline? Because I think that has something to do with it because when he was talking about his new storyline, he kind of showed somebody that church and then Dolores keeps having flashes of the church. So what, what is going on with this maze? What do we think it is? Any theories? Got no, anything, Ozzy? I don't know, man. I don't know what this, I don't know what this maze is. Um, I really don't. I mean, maybe it's, um, sort of the key to letting the hosts go free, mm-hmm. um, giving them conscientious and, and making them all literally just making free will. Maybe it's that. I mean, I'm not entirely sure what it is. Um, or maybe possibly even finding um, Arnold's um, consciousness. Yeah. Um, so so maybe it's that. Because, I mean, it, it kind of seems like Dr. Ford is, is really trying to erase Arnold's work mm-hmm. because he doesn't, he, you know, this he he created this world and he wants to do whatever he wants. He doesn't want anybody yeah. to stop him. Uh, so maybe it has to do with him sort of hiding, um, hiding his conscientiousness, really. And, um, you know, maybe that's, maybe that's it. I mean, I could be wrong, but maybe that's it. Yeah. One thing that's really throwing me off about the, the whole thing is... That Ford, Ford knows about the maze. Like, this isn't some hidden thing. Ford knows about the maze. Ford knows that the man in black is going for the maze. Um, so it's just really, I, what could be there that he knows about, but it's still valuable? Something amazing. <laughs> Thanks, Jesse. <laughs> um, yeah, um, but really, I, I don't know what's going to be, to be at the maze. But one thing that's throwing me off is um, between these two episodes is, okay, this um, whole thing is Dr. Ford is destroying sections of this part yeah. for his new storyline, right? Mm-hmm. He's tearing up mountains and stuff. Mm-hmm. But and, – and when he first started doing that, he said he's not a sentimental person. He doesn't hang on to things. Yeah. He said that directly to someone. Yeah. But then in this episode – when he's talking to Dolores, he tears up when she yeah. said, doesn't remember him. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering, like, what is going on? Like, at one moment, he doesn't care about Arnold's vision. And then in another moment, it seems like he's hung up on it. Yeah. 
But he's giving his permission to the man in black to go and find whatever's going on. Yeah, he's, but, he's just a confusing character. It is. And um, I'm wondering, this is going to be crazy theory, but what if there's two of him? A real one and a host one. Hmm. Going Battlestar Galactica. Okay. All right. That's interesting. (laughs) Um, Clark, do you have any theories about the maze and what's (laughs) at the center of this maze? Yeah. uh, When I I think about it, it's obviously, I said, there's obvious tension between, you know, Robert Ford and Arnold, just even the names, and then even the man in black. I think that possibly way back when... um, the maze was started by Arnold, and I think that the maze is somehow leading uh, a way to either like like Ozzy was saying. I agree with what, what you know a lot of what Ozzy was saying about bringing back uh, the consciousness of mm-hmm. uh, the people or the the hosts. Yeah. But also, I think maybe it hides something about Robert Ford that mm-hmm. he doesn't want to get out. But maybe. but at the same time, why would like Jesse said? Why would Robert Ford allow him, the man exactly. in black to go after that's it? That's what's really throwing me off. Um, which, that's what kind of like ruins that theory for me. <laughs> what when uh, wait, when uh, when Robert lets him just go for the maze? Yeah, yeah. When he just lets him to keep going because I think that obvious there was a tension between Robert and Arnold, but there. I mean, like I said, who knows? Maybe Robert did something to Arnold, or, or yeah. I don't know. And obviously, so, because we've seen that the man in black is like, he, he definitely has more access in the park than most people do. Mm-hmm. Like he was able to order, like last week, last week he was able to order a pyro effect or whatever. Um, and that was strange. And we had somebody actually say in the control center that guest can do whatever he's whatever he wants. So it's just really strange because, it, but I guess that could explain why he, they're letting him pursue the maze but at the same time you would just think okay well whatever's in the maze whatever's at the maze move it or make it harder for him to get there so i I don't know it's just really i'm so confused by the maze unless maybe robert doesn't know that the maze is a like is actually a thing he doesn't know what's in there yeah so that's why he's like because it could be something arnold put there exactly he might be letting him to go after i could see that is it possible that arnold is a host no. Or was a host? Or nah. what? Yeah, no. I don't know. No, I, don't, I don't really think so. I don't know. Um, I, I was saying this to... Okay, because I know, Ozzy, I know you hate the theory. And I get it. And I do think that it's it's problematic, at least. But I do think that if they do kind of acknowledge that it is two timelines, it's going to be really subtle. Because one way they could do it is just have that one host um, that... Ford keeps going to talk to that old retired host, have him just in the background of one scene. And then that, that would be just how they acknowledge that that's taking place in the past. I don't know. That was just something I thought of the other day or earlier today. So. I honestly was not a believer in the whole timelines thing mm-hmm. until this episode. Oh, really? Because, like, I was like, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. And I still think that is ridiculous. Yeah. I don't want that to be the <laughs> You're on the same page as Ozzy. But... This whole thing with Lawrence showing up, like he's been following the man in black forever. And then he is also El Lazo and staging a revolution, supposedly. It's, I don't, I don't understand that. Like, 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 like you said, he might have just reset like all the other hosts, but at the same time, 
I don't know. It was a very abrupt reset, like, and a very different, it almost seems like he's, like, it's got the same name, but it seemed like a kind of a different character. He's not timid. He doesn't seem to have a family. Yeah. He is leading a know. criminal organization. It was strange. Um, jeez. Do we have, oh, let's get to Maeve, because we yes. didn't get much of Maeve this episode, but what we did at the end, oh my gosh. Yes. Um, and Maeve is one of my favorite characters on the show, just because she is just so far ahead of even Dolores and figuring everything out. Because Dolores, um, <laughs> no, it's not because of that, Bob. But <laughs> anyway, Dolores is very emotionally um, advanced when it comes to figuring out her conscious, um, her consciousness and being able to think through all that. But, <laughs> um, but Maeve is kind of, she's figuring, she's putting things together and she's able to, um, now wake herself up whenever she wants it, basically. And I think what we can tell, she's purposely, in this episode, we can tell she's kind of purposely getting herself killed so she can go back to the place where she gets fixed. So I guess she's been listening for the past two times she's been killed and just listening to them talk and trying to put things together. Mm -hmm. And now she finally woke up and addressed this guy by name and says, we need to talk. Um, Ozzy, what did you think of that scene? Other scene was like I was shocked this crap to see her awake and everything. I'm just like, what? That's crazy. Um, yeah. That scene was fantastic. Um, it, it's definitely extremely interesting to see where they continue on from here because you see her in the trailer after, basically in her loop. So I don't know if he lets her continue on and just let her remember things. Mm-hmm. Or, or 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 not because it's just really interesting and I like I, I'm excited to see where her storyline goes because it's really it's like her and um, Dolores are sort of on the same page except she remembers everything else and she's like and even when she doesn't remember she's leaving clues for herself to remember um, and Dolores is going towards this maze. And um, it, it's so awesome just to see these two women just really, like, mm-hmm. you know, just really change, like, just their character development from episode one to episode five. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah, crazy. even in that moment at the end where Dolores was, like, um, D- Dolores pulled the gun and she's like, I just imagined a path where I didn't have to be, what'd she say, where I didn't have to be the damsel in distress, something like that. Yep. That was just such a great moment. Um, I, yeah, I agree with you there on these characters and how they're developing, these two especially. Um, what did you two think of the, of Maeve and that ending? Jesse? Um, I'm still freaking out about the other week when she drew, she woke up from her dream. Yeah. And drew them wearing their oh masks. Oh my gosh, that was great. And goes to hide it and finds all these other drawings she's done. Mm-hmm. That was a fantastic moment. Yeah. And now that she's piecing all that all together, I agree with you completely that she's been getting herself hurt mm-hmm. to go and listen in. And we saw these two times, but mm-hmm. I think it could have been happening more. Yeah, exactly. Because obviously we're not getting everything. Mm-hmm. There are gaps here and there. Yeah. And, um... From looking at the preview of what's coming in the coming weeks, I mean, it looks like she's going to kind of be calling some shots. Yeah. Even behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
it, it's hard to say what's going on, but when I saw her wake up on the... T- like, everyone knew when you, you saw the guy getting excited that the bird came to life. Mm-hmm. You knew she was going to be standing yeah. back there. You didn't know she'd be holding the bird, but still... To me, I was just like, all right, she's way more advanced. Mm-hmm. And the hosts are more advanced than I believe than they imagined yeah. or thought could be. And so, you know, I didn't watch any of the previews of the upcoming ones. Um, but I will say this. I'm excited to see where it's going to go. I think it's going to get violent, mm-hmm. um, really violent with the hosts and, you know, the people in the organization who run Westworld. I don't know. It's going to be cool. Yeah. Um and, and let me say this real okay. quick. I think it's all going to start tying together, and it's just going to blow our minds. Yeah, I agree. Uh, th- it's just really interesting. We'll, we'll kind of get to our final kind of predictions here in a second. But real quick before we do that, what do you guys think of – we're halfway through the season. So what do you think of these first five episodes as a whole? Uh, Jesse? I've really enjoyed them. Um Lots of mystery, lots of action. They're balancing the two well, giving mm-hmm. us a few little answers without giving us a complete answer, just enough to keep us hooked, keep us satisfied mm-hmm. and going. I'm really enjoying it so far. Okay, uh, Ozzy, what about you? Yeah, I mean it's it's been a pretty good it's been a pretty good first season for the show in general. Um, every actor is doing a. F- fantastic job i mean each yeah. one of these yeah. guys brings it to the screen and they own they own the spotlight in their own way um so i think the actors are doing a fantastic job the, the way that that this season is shot is it it's this is some of the best cinematography i've seen in tv um it's fantastic how they shot some of these scenes and and the screenplay for this for the show is just so fantastic um and uh, like it, for example, the the dialogue between the man in black and Doctor Robert, yeah, before, that was such good dialogue. Mm-hmm. It's fantastic to watch. Um, so I think these five, uh, the last five episodes um, have been fantastic. Um, you're always, I I agree with with what Jesse said. You know they. They, they balance out the scale by, you know, giving us a little bit more questions and also giving us a little bit more answers just to get, just to keep us intrigued with the show. Um, it's, it's, it's a great show. Definitely. It's, it's becoming one of my favorites of the year. So it's, it's a great show. Yeah. Um, Clark, what do you think? Hey, baby. Here, this is what I'm just going to say about it. All right, man. All right. When it comes to Westworld, it, it blows your mind and it just, it changes the game, all right? Now, here's the thing, though. I, I will agree with Ozzy on a lot of things, but I will say one of the best shows uh, HBO put out last year, the year before, um, a little show that Carlos enjoys as well, um, starring Matthew McConaughey and True Woody Harrelson called True Detective. But I will say this. HBO puts on some great films, great shows, you know, good for the whole family. Maybe not. But I'll say this. The characters, uh, I agree with Ozzy, some of the best performances of James Marsden and Dolores' career, you know, just they're superb <laughs> and ecstatic to be on stage. But I'll also say this on a serious note. Now, <laughs> all right, um, here's what we do have to recognize. That, again, the storyline is impeccable. You know, yeah. it is just unbelievable and i'll tell you this much though it keeps me wanting more every week 
yeah. of the show. I mean, the characters you've fallen in love with. I mean, at first you're like, hey, look, here's Teddy and Dolores. And, you know, you're just like, I'm rooting for them. Yeah. But then you're like, now I'm rooting for White Hat and Dolores. Yeah. And it's just something, wow. I mean, there's romance. There's action. There's, you know, warfare and violence. Yeah. And, and then mystery. Yeah. And then also the kind of conspiracy weird theory stuff going on with the, you know, the main, you know, I'm talking like Bill Clinton now. <laughs> the, the, um, the, the conspiracy theory, theory type of stuff going on with the, the people in the big, you know, yeah. organizational part of it who run it. And then it's also, it's just, it's a, it's a crazy. Yeah. I love it. All right. You kind of mentioned Teddy and I know you, you are a huge James Marsden fan. I'm a fan. fan boy. That is, um, what kind of, got you watching to begin with so i'll give you like 30 seconds talk about james mars and go well not really like <laughs> i wanted to watch it just because like i'm a i'm a history buff you know um i do wish that they put a character role in for matthew mcconaughey but i have not ruled that out it's now possible. now quite possibly they could always go back and rewind in them the man in black when he was in his younger days i could see it being mcconaughey Ooh, that's now call. if they did that Academy Award. I mean, <laughs> Emmys. Uh, yes. There you go. <laughs> Same thing. Yeah, okay. I think that would now, be now, awesome. Now, 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 from a historical perspective, though, this past episode had a little discrepancy with the boys in gray. Let's oh let's gosh. talk on this for just a moment, if you don't mind. Yes, they were not all villains who craved violence oh and warmongering. They were not right. They were not. All, all of them wrong. Some were just defending their homeland. <laughs> all right. Let's not even mention say. that. Point is, I mean, they brought it into the show. They made them look like villains. But, hey, at least it was just a, it was a great episode, folks. You know? Yeah, I'm not <laughs> saying these guys weren't villains. These were definitely villains. Hey, baby. It was just it was a, it was a great look. All right. <laughs> um, honestly, why don't we start with you when it comes to, like, our final predictions and what do you think we're getting in the rest of this season? <laughs> What I think we're going to get the rest of the season is to prove to you all that this timeline <laughs> oh, man. is not happening. Okay? Look, I'm it, not a it, big believer in this. I just think it's possible. Look, man, if it is possible, like, if it ends up being true, I'm going to be really, really pissed off. Like, they better freaking, like, swoon me off my feet that this is the most. <laughs> Amazing twist ever. Are you, are you going to leave the show? <laughs> are you going to stop watching if they do that? And it, it needs to be better than like the Sixth Sense type twist, okay? Like, it needs to be better than that. <laughs> you need to, like, accept it and be like, all right, I still look like it needs to be that good of a twist. Like, it has to be. Yeah. Um, I think that the show is going to end in a boom. Um, mm -hmm. it's definitely going to end in like an all out warfare with the hosts mm -hmm. and the board and, and all the people really controlling them. So that's sort of my theory. Yeah. Um, I do think that the man in black and Dolores are on the same team. And I know that you think that he raped her. He did. He definitely did. I don't, like, this I wasn't the first time either. I don't, I don't, I'm probably like the only one who thinks that he didn't, but I just think that. He cut her open to probably get answers about more about and, the maze. And, and that's better. <laughs> that that's better, right? Um, that's just this is my theory. I mean, <laughs> but um, yeah. 
<laughs> All right. Um, Clark, do you have any theories for the rest of the season? Oh, well, I mean, I just, you know, I think when I when I think about the rest of the season, man, I just, I'm excited. I'm ready to see what uh, unfolds between the characters and their romances. Hey, I'd love to see a showdown between Teddy and White Hat over Dolores. I mean, that's something small. It doesn't play into the maze. But love is a maze, and I think they're going to fight it out big time. <laughs> That's the twist, folks. Love is the maze. But I'll tell you this. It's I'll like t- Interstellar. <laughs> I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you this right now, though. Hey, listen, it, it's, it's going to be awesome. And I think there's going to be a showdown. Obviously, it's a Western show. Hey, baby, it, it's going to be incredible. It, it, I'm ready for week six. Come on. All right, Jesse, what are your theories moving forward? I have no idea. I don't, I'm like Ozzy, I don't want the timeline thing to to be what happens, but if it does, I'm okay with it, I guess, because I'm starting to see it a little bit more. Yeah. I'm still not completely accepting. I have no idea what's going to happen. Um, besides, I think All Out Warfare is a possibility. That mm-hmm. that would be an awesome way to just close the season, set up for the next season. Um, but uh, I think Clark just had some wonderful insight, though, of love is the maze. Love is the maze. Love is the maze. Hashtag love is the maze. Um, <laughs> one thing. <laughs> I'm literally going to tweet that love is the maze. All right. <laughs> okay, so one thing that I think is definitely a strong possibility, especially the more we, the more we watch the show and the more farther along we get it, I do think that there's something kind of going on behind the scenes that we are just unaware of at this point and that nobody's really theorized yet. I do think that there is some, somebody is working against either Ford or against the board. I don't know what, somebody is working in a different direction than everybody else. And I do think that we are going to get one reveal this season that somebody that we do not think is a host is going to be a host. I don't know who it's going to be. My original theory was Bernard. I guess I'll stick with that. But I do think that we are going to get somebody that we do not think is a host, and we are going to be shocked to find out that they are actually a host. Yeah. I can see Bernard. I was going to say I can see Bernard, but also something not mentioned was the little antenna that was like found yes. in the arm oh. of the host that tried to kill... Uh, I don't know her name. Yeah. The she's in charge with uh, Bernard. Yeah. The the lady that curses yeah. a lot. Elise yeah. She does. Yeah, yeah. But, <laughs> the lady that curses a lot. I'm yeah. gonna I'm gonna get her name, okay? Give me yeah. two seconds. Here's the thing though. When 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 they found that, I was like, okay, obviously there's a plot inside somewhere. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And whether that starts with Bernard or um the other lady in charge. Um Oh, is it Catherine? It might be. Yeah. The one he's sleeping with. Yeah. Um her name the girl that he's sleeping with is called Teresa Collins. Teresa. And the okay. girl that curses a lot. Which, by the way, you're amazing. Is called Elsie. Like that's her character. Elsie. Okay. Oh, okay. Elsie. I think there's some kind of, and she's obviously unaware of a lot of things. Yeah. She just seems, you she, know, she might be the one that puts it all together. Honestly. Yeah. I, I think they're gonna follow her through the show, kind of yeah. looking through that. But there's something going on inside. There's mm-hmm. an inside job, and and that's what makes it a fun show to watch. Yeah. But we had that scene because Dolores is having all these different visions, like I said, with the church and then all like she's seeing herself, which I think a lot of that is just her internal dialogue and her getting consciousness. I'm saying that word mm-hmm. weird now. Um, but, <laughs> um, but we, we had that moment where she kind of pulled skin off her forearm and that was really weird to see. And, uh, but I think she might have one of those things in her arm too. And maybe she's like recognizing that and yeah. her subconscious is trying to tell her that. So that's something to look, look at as well. 
I don't know. I do. I just. I really think that there's something going on behind the scenes that we are just unaware of at this point. All right. Any final thoughts on this um, episode and the season so far? Anything, guys? Nothing. If not, we will just throw it over to our Westworld, or no, Westworld, throw it over to our Walking Dead um, recap. So, oh, but also we will have our recommendations. Thank you for reminding me, Jesse. I almost skipped right over it. Jeez. Um, Because our Walking Dead recap will be recorded um, separately, so we'll kind of throw it over to them. But, so let's do our recommendations now, and then they will sign out from the Walking Dead recap. Um, all right, let's start with Jesse. What is your recommendation? Uh, my recommendation, I'm going to keep it in the Western theme and okay. go with uh, my favorite, The Searchers mm-hmm. with John Wayne. Uh, fantastic movie. It's a classic. Um, little long, but uh, really good. I've been wanting to watch that for forever. Yeah, need I'm going to gonna, watch it. I'm gonna get you to watch it. <laughs> we'll, we'll do it. Um, Clark, how about you? Hey. If you're if you're trying to watch anything, really, man, I'm just going to encourage you to watch True Detective. It's a great show, um, very great show. Yeah. Um, and and as far as movies go, you can't go wrong with the Harry Potter series. Okay. I'm just going to be honest. <laughs> you know, not where hey. I thought that was going. <laughs> <laughs> not where I thought it was going either. But I I agree. I agree. And Caddyshack, I like Caddyshack a lot. <laughs> Just throwing out all the recommendations now. Um, Anyway, all right. And Top Gun. Okay. Sorry. Got to throw in Top Gun. Um, Okay, Ozzy, what's your recommendation? I'm going to keep it Western just like Jesse did, and I'm going to recommend 310 to Yuma. Um, It was was made in 2007. Stars Russell Crowe, Christian Bale, and it's directed by James Mangold. Um, It's about... um, just a farmer trying to get this outlaw um, on a train to, you know, get processed and I think to get hung. But the outlaw's crew is out to get him um, and set him free so that you know they can break the law or whatever. Um, it's a pretty great. It's a pretty great um, western movie. Uh, it has a lot of action and the outlaw, who's played by Russell Crowe, his. It's it, he's very interesting because he he's he's a he's a villain, but he he knows all about the Bible. So every mm-hmm. time he's trying to like, you know, talk to someone, he's like, hey, so have a copy read the Bible. So he tries to like you know use verses in there and 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 really to just get his way. So he's really wise in a sense, but he's also very sneaky about using the Bible. So it's very interesting and dialogue is also very great. I think they all gave great performances in the movie. So definitely give it a watch. Yeah, and uh, let me just go ahead and rewind. I said Harry Potter because I couldn't think of a thing. But if we're gonna go on the Western side of things, you know, uh, one one movie in particular, my buddy Brad Pitt did in the '90s. Uh, I, I love is The River Runs Through, and I'm, I'm you know, it has to do with fly fishing, and that's really it. Um, great film. Um, another great film that uh, everyone needs to be aware of. Uh, you know, Western themes, a little antebellum, but. Uh, you know, my buddy Leonardo, man. Hey, Leonardo, he does great films. And, uh, hey, baby, he, 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 he is just good. What a star actor. D- Django, the Django should have won um, back in the day for Leo, but I'm, I'm proud of him and The Revenant. And just, you know, I've, I've seen him go places. He's a star. Those are my recommendations. 
Thanks, Clark. Um, my recommendation was actually, I, I knew that it was a possibility that you would say it at first, and it was actually your first of your many recommendations, True Detective. Um, and I will kind of speak to that. And now that you gave like a billion recommendations, I don't feel bad going back to True Detective. Hey, that's right, man. And I'm going to go back to it because it is one of um, HBO's best shows that they've ever done. It is so good. Um, like he was, like you were saying before with McConaughey, who is one of your favorites, and Woody Harrelson. Um, it is, they are, they have such great chemistry, um, together. And let me be specific. Bob is reminding me to be specific. Season one of True Detective. Season two is, uh, not good. But season one <laughs> is definitely one that you want to watch. Um, it's just, again, it's such a great mystery. It's such a great story. It's so atmospheric. It's one of the best written shows I've ever seen. Um, and honestly, it's, I've said this before, definitely on Twitter. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast before, but it's the best single season of television I've ever watched. Honestly, it's that good. Um, so that is my recommendation kind of bouncing off Clark's as well. Um, all right, before we throw it over to the walking dead, I will give or Jesse, since we're not, you're not going to be there for the end and we didn't have a rebels recap this week. That's why you're on this section. What is your uh, social media and how can people contact you about Star Wars stuff and whatever they want to talk to you about? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at um, Colonel Swink. And uh, if you have any Star Wars questions or topics you want us to talk about or anything really uh, at all, email me at jesse.swink at screenvillas.com. Sweet. Um, Clark, I know you're not on social media that much, so you can put that out there if you want. Or you can just do um, your McConaughey impression. <laughs> you know, man, I appreciate it. I, I, I thank you so much for, uh, uh, he, he, folks, he came to me about, you know, a week ago saying, hey, you have to watch it to get on. And so I did. And, uh, I think y'all do incredible things. I am, I am very popular on the Instagram, but, uh, I also, you know, man, I, I don't do Twitter as much anymore, you know, um, but, you know, it, I'm not, into the movies as much, but I appreciate every moment spent with these uh, gentlemen and doing their uh, podcast. Wow, phenomenal. All right, cool. Go Longhorns. <laughs> All right. Um, so now we'll be throwing it over to Ozzy and Enrique for the Walking Dead recap, and then they will sign us out from there. So have fun with that. Hello everyone, this is our Walking Dead recap. Okay guys, this is going to contain spoilers, so please leave if you have not watched episode 2 of The Walking Dead this season. Um, so we're going to get, we're just going to jump right into it. Enrique, we've got a completely different setup from the season oh, yeah. of The Walking Dead. <laughs> um, it's completely, it's, it's, not, it's not gruesome, it's not as dark. Um, we got we got introduced to uh, a few characters here. So overall, what what do you think of this episode? What do you what do you think? I thought it was pretty good. It was definitely very weird going from the premiere, which was very bloody and gruesome and sad, mm -hmm. to just immediately go to this happy place. That it almost took like a little time to adjust into it because it was a little offsetting with some of the tiger elements of the episode and it was yeah. just a little weird. 
But once you get into it, you get into it, and some characters warm up throughout the episode that you eventually like. Yeah, I agree. I mean, just seeing a tiger in and <laughs> this sort of apocal- zombie apocalyptic uh, world is definitely strange. It's not something I expected in The Walking Dead. So, like, when I saw a tiger in this in the trailer, I'm just like, where are we going? Um, it was just extremely. I mean, it was strange for me to even to even fathom that, but. Um, just seeing the tiger's name is Shiva. What did you think of um, Ezekiel and, and his backstory and, and his relationship to Shiva, which is the tiger? Um, I thought it was pretty good. I liked his little like double life secret type thing that mm-hmm. he's not really who he built up to be. That he shows all of his people, and but I liked his whole relationship with the tiger and his relationship with everybody. And I thought it was good. Did you like the tiger CGI? Yeah, I mean, it was it was sort of hard to adjust to it at first, but I I got into it and and I I did I did I did adjust my eyes to it. I mm-hmm. I think that um, they did a good job with with really producing that. Um, I I did like Ezekiel. He is a different leader than that we than we've seen in in the previous seasons of The Walking Dead. He's different from Rick, um, different from the governor, and definitely different from Negan. He, you know, it, it's not about all hardcore with him, but he does understand that he needs to have people that can fight if need be. And I think that's very wise of him. And I do like the fact that he does speak mannerly in front of his people. Um, but in all truth to be told, he's just someone who was a zookeeper who, you know, who just feels like he's the only one who can bear, you know, the leadership. And it's not necessarily, and it's interesting because it's not something that he's necessarily wanted to be either. Um, it's just something that his, um, that the people really wanted of him. So I, I do think that his backstory is is interesting, and I do like how he connected with Carol. Speaking of Carol, man, I mean Carol kind of went through some crazy stuff this episode, and especially last season. And jumping into this episode, what do you think of Carol's sort of transition from last from the beginning of last season? To this, to this episode. It's a little different. I like it. I, I did expect her to go the route throughout this episode that she did where she, like, pretends to be nice and wants to leave, and she's going to slowly build up to leaving. But Ezekiel definitely calmed her down from leaving, and I thought it was good. This episode, I thought, in general, she was good and everything was great. Did you like the twist that um, the kingdom pays up to the saviors? I was not expecting that. Me neither. I mean, um, <laughs> to, for Negan to control a guy that has a tiger, um, wow. It, it is, that is something, um, I was not expecting. I was just like, damn, that is crazy. It's, I, I'm just gonna go ahead and assume that Negan definitely has the firepower over, um, the kingdom. Um, that was something I did not expect. And, I do like the the sort of the relationship and the respect that the saviors have for him because I mean it's it's not like they you know it's not like the Helltop or Alexandria where they've had to sort of enforce um you know uh, enforce their ways on them it's sort of just you know here's your things you know you can go and they're like okay that's fine We'll pick up next week. Just remember, if you have a list, just you know, remember to do that. And it's it's sort of like a friendly relationship. There's no problems. You don't see Negan going in there and asking for problems. So it's definitely an interesting relationship. Those two. What do you What do you think? 
I thought it was very interesting. I liked how they sort of, like, cheated them with the pigs by feeding them zombie flesh. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really interesting and kind of smart and stuff. And I, I did really like everything about this episode. I thought it wasn't as good as the premiere, obviously, because the premiere had, like, a lot to live up to and stuff. But, um, I, yeah, I thought it was great. Yeah, man, this season, this episode was really good. Um... Growing up with Carol, I mean, she has had, I mean, her character development from the beginning of the show to where she is now, she's sort of reverting back in a way. And um, it was interesting how they sh- how they shot, you know, people really killing the walkers because we actually saw the extras' faces without all that makeup and stuff. So I thought that was really cool as she was seeing the walkers, not as actual, like, things that you just kill, but as actual people um so i think that was really interesting um do you have any predictions for this season or or, or carol just in general Mm -hmm. um i think carol is definitely going to change a little bit i feel like she might warm up a little bit and like respect and really like um ezekiel and the kingdom and sort of protect them a little bit um i do think i don't know if morgan's apprentice is going to last long his little apprentice. I feel like it's going to work out for a while, but I think eventually he's going to die. I can see that happening. It's just because he seems a bit hesitant. Um, doesn't really know what he's doing yet. So maybe. Um, I, I, speaking of Morgan, what do you think of Morgan? What do you think he's going to like? How do you think he's doing? I mean, he completely just killed somebody last season, which was against his whole entire um, ideal uh, world of view. So like, where do you think he's going to go from there? Do you think he's going to be able to kill again? I think he's going to try to stay to his world, like, belief for as long as he can, but I feel like at some point in the season he might snap a little bit. That might corrupt him and cause some mental issues with him. Okay, do you think that... What do you? What is your prediction for, like, this season as, like, a whole? Do you think that the... A lot of, a lot of the predictions is, like, you know, that um, Ezekiel, Rick, the Hilltop, and maybe, like, another group are going to end up taking over... Um, the saviors. I mean, do you think that's something possible at the end of the season, or do you think that Negan's reign is going to last until next until the next season? I don't think it's going to last till next season. What I think is going to happen is I think they might introduce some other communities, and I feel like Negan is going to like rule with an iron fist for the rest of the season, and then it, we're going to hit the end. And I feel like they're all going to unite. I don't know if Negan will die though. If he dies, I want to say he'll get eaten by the tiger. Maybe <laughs> that would that would be what everybody funny. wants. Everybody <laughs> wants Shiva to like just get in there and and beat him. Um, because I think the actor who plays um, Ezekiel was was just like Negan has Lucille, but like I got Shiva, so like you know what's up. And I think that's really cool. I'm just interested to see like what happens to Shiva because she, like this is an apocalyptic world, so she can't just be biting Walker's heads off. Cause she was sick. But um, it's it's it was definitely an interesting episode. Um, yeah, man. So, are you excited for the rest of the season? I am. I All saw right. one interesting theory that I want to get in there before the end. I saw that they are going to beat Negan's group and they're going to gain control over him. And Rick is going to want to kill him, but Morgan's not going to let him. And Morgan's want to keep him around as like a prisoner or something. That'll be very interesting um, to see because Rick is Rick just wants to kill people, but. Having him alive and, and suffer suffer the consequences, I think, will pay off in the end more. But I do see Rick's um, idea, uh, you know, sort of 
you know, if if we don't kill him now, you know, he's gonna come back and try to kill us later. Yeah. So I I do think that's cool and just just I I did like seeing their um worldview sort of clash last season. I wish we got more of it to be honest with you, but seeing their worldviews clash, I think is um is is gonna be some fun stuff if we get more of it this season. But all right, guys, that is The Walking Dead Season 7, Episode 2 Recap. Um, be sure to come here to Screenfellas if you want to hear more of our thoughts. Just, um, again, contact me on Twitter at uh, CastroOzzy7. If you want to um, see me on Instagram, it's Ozzy. Uh, it's Ozzy. It's, sorry, Ozzy Cray. Enrique, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at cboga635, and I definitely want to urge you guys to go on Facebook and like the Screenfellas page because they post. They've been posting a lot of really funny live content that's just really fun to watch. Yeah, guys, we got we got YouTube uh, trailer reactions. We have live feed on Facebook. Check that out. Last the last one that we had, uh, our last Friday episode, I believe. Got 600 views. People were loving it. We had a whole chat going on. It was fun. Definitely get on that, guys. All right, guys. We hope you enjoyed the show. Please feel free to listen and subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes. This is Screenfellas. Fellows.